0: Welcome to the show and a good Thursday evening, everybody. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the PM here on 95.5 WSB. uh, Coming off the heels of the Presidential Coronavirus Task Force uh, press conference there, you heard live from President Trump. The big headline there uh, the Jacksonville GOP convention has been canceled. They're going to figure out and do something virtual, probably a smart move for for everybody involved right after what happened with Tulsa and uh, the outbreak there of, of covid-19. Uh, I think that's the smart move by President Trump uh, in this. I mean, listen, it's we're in a pandemic. Uh, it made it made little sense, especially in a hot spot like Florida, which is, you know, at least one of the top three, if not the number one state in new covid cases right now. So kudos to him for uh, for canceling that uh, I mean I don't know. I've never been to a political convention. I don't think I ever will go to a political convention. Um I guess it's for the hardcore folks. It's probably a bummer, right? But maybe
1: Is it just speeches? Like I've been to other conventions, yeah. right? You walk around and you look at stuff and then somebody talks for a while.
0: There's speeches and I guess you you know, you just hang out with Others people. Yeah. But like I mean Dragon
1: I, Con for Exactly.
0: But the 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 amazing part of Dragon Con and I've been to Dragon Con. I've never been to a political <laughs> convention, but I've been to Dragon Con. Is not only you get to go and you mingle, but then you, you know, oh, right, let's go grab a beer. And you have a beer with like minded right. folks. And you, hey, we'll have dinner tonight at Ruth's Christ. And you, okay. you know, it's that, it's, I'm assuming that's basically what it is. Like I've been to, um, conventions like the NAB, the right, National yeah, Association right, of broadcasters exactly. convention where I, I I don't even know why I was there like there was there was nothing for me they wanted me to check out new traffic maps mapping oh, systems I was say, for don't TV? they have
1: like new microphones and headphones that people can I look guess at I stuff. don't
0: know yeah. I played poker the whole time basically <laughs> but it was it's like that type of I would imagine it's that type of so it's a bummer because I, I for you like the biggest cancellations here have been the concert scenes yeah, yeah festivals and concerts so I would imagine the level of upset you felt at, like, okay. Lollapalooza or Music Midtown right. being canceled. The the real political junkies that wanted to go to the conventions are, are feeling that. So I, I understand. That stinks. It stinks for you that you, you don't get to do that. And it's not even, you know, at least uh, Dragon Con is once a year. Like, this is every four years. So it's yeah, like. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, so they'll still
1: be able to do everything else online, right? You're true. You see the speeches and all that. But
0: you don't have that just, you know, camaraderie. I get it. That stinks. Okay. I, I understand. If so if you're upset about that, I totally get it. Uh, it's a once in it's like the Olympics. The Olympics were supposed to start today.
1: Yeah, the Olympics are supposed to start today. They don't even know if it's gonna be feasible next year. Yeah. That's sad.
0: And so I feel bad for I had no I, no plan on talking about this, by the way. I had no intention of talking about this, but we we're on the heels of the the breaking news from the president there. Uh, the athletes that trained, like I would imagine I mean, I was a former Division One athlete, but certainly not an Olympic athlete. Yeah,
1: you were the one that got closest to the Olympics. That I assume than all of us, right?
0: I don't know Scotty I like- B, you a shot putter, Phil. Yeah, absolutely, shot, shot yeah. putter
2: and discus. Baby. There you go.
0: So he <laughs> might have been a little closer to the Olympics, but I would imagine for like sprinters and marathoners, like they time their training out perfectly so they'll peak right at the beginning of the like right when they're supposed to go. And now there's really no definitive start date, so that's
1: and sometimes you will age out. Like, for gymnasts, you start really young. Once yeah. you hit a certain age, they won't let you compete anymore. So like if you 14. Miss, yeah. <laughs> well, it used to be 12. But, yeah. yeah, so if you miss that window, that's it. Sure. You're done. And that's your career. So no professional after that.
0: The RONA has plucked another uh, social casualty uh, and put it in its quiver. It's the Republican National Convention. So, again, I, have, I would never go to any political convention. GOP, uh, Democratic, Libertarian. Libertarian. No, that's not my on my bag baby. Um but at, like baseball card conventions, I would go to that. Oh, yeah, that sure. got can't that got canceled this year. Oh, the national I'm convention sorry. got canceled this year. Um so that's a bummer. Uh so that that's the breaking news. I President Trump didn't make it very clear what is going to happen, but I imagine it's going to be on on virtual. It's a virtual thing. The good news though is, I mean this doesn't take away the sting if you're planning on going. Um it takes away the sting of not being able to go a little bit is if you can, you know, I'm assuming Fox News is going to broadcast it live, right? The whole whatever oh, digitally convention. So yeah. you'll be able to be there digitally uh, at home and, you're, and maybe it's more relaxing there. I don't know. But I, I feel I feel bad for you, especially a one every four-year event, right? That's uh, that's a tough thing to do. Uh, so Sanjay's going to join us at 636. He had a little... Uh, IRS thing he was dealing with. You know, he's the official accountant of the Mark Aram show. Uh, So we had to push him back to 636. So we'll start with a couple of calls. Just your initial reaction on the uh, cancellation of the Republican National Convention in Jacksonville. Had you planned on going... And what are your thoughts now that it's it's not going to be held in person? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. You get traffic every six minutes. So we got a big show tonight, uh, second hour of the show. Chip Carey, Braves broadcaster, is going to join us. Baseball is back, the first major professional sport. Talking about football, baseball, basketball uh, is back. So Chip Carey from the Braves broadcast team will join us in the second hour of the show. Again, little Sanjay with Would You Rather, but the breaking news Again, the Republican National Convention has been canceled, uh, was originally supposed to be held in Virginia. The president uh, didn't like what was going on there. The governor of Virginia was like, dude, we have we have coronavirus can't do it here. We got to scale it down. He moved it to Jacksonville. Now, Florida is the hotspot. So it, it's uh, it's canceled. It'll be held online. And uh, your, your initial reaction on that, especially I really feel bad if you planned on going because, you know, you got to book hotels and you got to take time off of work and all that stuff. And the delegates. Those uh, delegates that get to vote, they, they miss that once every four-year opportunity. Uh, so your thoughts there, 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Jason Byers on the other side of the takeout window filling in for the Stoic Longoria. I'm trying to picture what convention you might attend. You paint those little, those little guys, those little figurines. Is there a convention for that?
3: I'm sure there is. <laughs> but no. is. I've never been to that. I've been to Dragon Con many times. Yeah. What
1: little guys?
0: He has these little, like, warriors, little
3: toy soldiers. Uh, with... Miniatures for wargaming?
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> 12-sided dice and stuff like that? Yes, okay. and 20-sided. All right. and... Okay, all right.
3: Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so you've been to at least Dragon Con, so you know. But again, that, times, that's yes. once a year. This is an every four-year thing. So uh, mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers to the convention goers that are not going to be able to go. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mark's in Rockdale County. Mark, welcome to the program. What's going on, buddy?
2: Hey, Mark, uh, how are you this evening?
0: I'm uh, sweating. Sorry. By the way, it's, a, it's at 8 eight and a half on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. I am sweating in studio.
2: Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I think it's about 12-plus on mine. I'm riding around in a truck uh, with no AC.
0: Oh, gosh, I'm and sorry, been, brother.
2: I've been in it for the last two hours. So, hey, it's it's all good. I'm in the heat all day long anyway, so I'm acclimated to it. And the, uh, the the sweat actually cools me down. Very so,
0: cool. So, what what are your thoughts about yeah. the convention being canceled?
2: Well, I think it's uh, I think uh, just even the topic is distracting us from the real issue, the real problems that this world is facing right now. Um, uh, just a case in point on uh, your previous uh, show host uh, Eric Erickson, he was talking about the water bottle issue in Atlanta.
0: I, I wasn't yeah. listening, man, so I don't know what you're talking about, to be honest with you. I'm sorry. I was doing show prep. Okay. All
2: right. Well, let me let me say this. First off, uh, I want to let you know your voicemail box is uh, full. I tried leaving you a message earlier today. Yeah, I don't have access um, to
0: that. That's something um, for, for about eight years now. I don't even have access to it, so I don't know what's going on with that. So if you need to reach me, uh, just drop me an email.
2: Okay. I, I will definitely be doing that. Yes. Then. Um, so... You know, i'll I'll stay on topic with you if you want to. The reason I was talking about the water bottle issue is because of something President Trump said during his speech, which was that the life of every child must be protected. And the water bottle issue is uh,
0: uh, Mark, I'm sorry. I don't know what the hell the water bottle issue is. It's I'm the, so
1: the kids selling water bottle on the street here. oh,
0: okay. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, mark. i I, I want to focus on the uh, the convention being canceled, buddy. I'm sorry. Danny's in Brazelton. Danny, welcome to the show
4: hey mr how you doing what's going on danny well i would want to make a good comment about what why the convention should been canceled start with because you got too many people down in the state of florida not social distancing and they said a lot of the beaches should be closed because of the because they're not practicing it because there's way too in florida is always way too crowded because i was listening to the news today in fact i was reading on my phone where the state of florida is the hot spot in the United States with all them hospitals having no ICU beds and no, and all these five, and all these, what, three and a half, almost three and a half million, well, <clears throat> well, well 300,000 in the state of Florida with the nearly 9,000 deaths co- occurring in that state. That's one reason I think the convention should have been canceled in the first
0: place. Well, they did it. They they did it. And yes, Florida is a hot spot for sure. I think we all knew that. Uh, I think the president was just hoping that things would settle down and and still be able to have the convention. But again, the breaking news you heard here live on WSB Radio: uh, the Republican National Convention in Jacksonville has been canceled. They're going to pivot and most likely do a uh, digital or online, if you will, convention instead. Robin is in Nashville. Nashville, really, I, Robin? How are you?
5: Yeah. Hey, Mark, how are you?
0: Oh, I, I love your city. I love Nashville.
5: Well, you're going to, I don't know if this is really going to mean anything, but I lived in Cumming for 30 years and worked at Northside and married a Grammy-winning husband and moved up here two years ago, but I listen to WSB oh, every single day. That
0: is the best so, thing I've heard all day. Do you do you enjoy it? <laughs> are you enjoy living in there?
5: You know, it, it's where he is and where his music is, and he plays every Monday downtown, and yeah, he used to be Glenn Campbell's banjo player and has three Grammys. So Very that's cool. a pretty cool life. Very it is. Cool. But I wanted to jump in on this. And, like again, longtime listener. I've never called in. But, you know, the GOP convention, I'm kind of like the, one of your previous callers. I, I'm really not sure how real all of this is. But yet, with that being said, I want to support our president. But I want to protect myself as well as protect others by wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. So if it comes down to canceling, you know, the convention, then do it until we can, you know, get a handle on exactly where we are. So that, that's my thought on I it. I
0: agree. I don't think you know you don't want to risk you don't want to risk lives for this. And I know it stakes, especially. A once in oh, a duh. four, every four year thing. And uh, so many people, yep. I imagine, are looking forward to it. Robin, thank you for listening in Nashville, Tennessee. Great. Deborah Green, I'm assuming you've been to Nashville a bunch of times many with times, the music city. Yeah, so, yeah yep. great little, a great town there. Uh, we'll come back more of your calls on the breaking news you heard here live. President Trump announces the GOP National Convention in Jacksonville will be canceled. Your thoughts, and I really do feel bad for folks that are planning to go. That absolutely stinks. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Breaking news, the Republican National Convention scheduled for Jacksonville has been canceled, or I guess more appropriately, postponed to a digital version. Feel really bad for the folks that were going to head down there. A once-in-a-four-year event, not going to happen. Your thoughts, Alan's in Decatur. Alan, welcome to The Mark Aram Show.
4: Hey, Mark. Appreciate it. I'll make it very quick and be concise. It is a shame they're not going. And I'll just make three point, a couple points about uh, test Florida a mask, and that'll be it. So why is it that in Florida, 300 labs tested 100% positive for all people tested? It's impossible.
0: Do you want me to, Over- do you want me to answer that, or do you want to ask the yeah, second
4: yeah, question? He- yeah go ahead so, and so that
0: me. happened when it when it first started they were just sending in the positive results so like the labs goofed up there's no question about it the lab technicians were only sending in the positives. so if they had 17 positives as right. out of 100 tests they just seven, sent in the 17 positives that has been rectified that's not happening anymore
4: thank you i didn't know that i appreciate it yeah that. yeah well, that, I, I mean look, that that's I that
0: was really dumb by the way like Yep.
4: That, so the second thing yeah. regarding masks is the CDC just came out and said N95s don't really do anything.
1: I so did that not begs see the,
4: that. Yeah, it's out there. You can find it. And okay. that begs the question about cloth masks. And very quickly, the last one is there's a research that came out about cloth masks. You'll find it, It's out there. I guarantee it's reliable, we're reputable, and uh, that they cause more issues with bacteria and other things. So, you know, I'm just putting that out there. I'm not saying we shouldn't, sure. but I'm always wondering, you know,
0: Have we painted ourselves into a corner? I have heard that as well, but you have to be careful with the mask. And again, my nurse friends are like, make sure these people are wearing the mask properly. So you got to have it over the nose and the mouth, Jason, not just your mouth, you goofball. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, And you got to wash them. If you're not using the disposable, you got to wash them. I'll look for that N95 thing. Uh, I had not heard that. All right. When we come back, more of your calls. Plus, little Sanjay with a belated, would you rather... 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Warning. 6.38, 90. Stinking degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the sweaty bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. here on WSB Radio. Coming up next hour, Ray's broadcaster Chip Carey from Fox Sports will join us to talk about opening day. For your Atlanta Braves, the uh, baseball season actually starts in about 22 minutes, I think. The Yankees and the Nationals. Dr. Fauci throwing out the first pitch with uh, no no people in the crowd, which I would imagine alleviates some of the pressure of throwing out a first pitch. Is the fact that there are no stands
1: probably right? Just in case,
0: no fans in the stands. Did yeah, they
1: pump in fake booze or fake. I don't know. That's interesting. I hope so.
0: We'll check that out. Uh, we'll continue your call. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, we got a new uh, associate producer on Twitter. And I, uh, let me give him, James Woodfin tweeted, tweeted to me two links uh, talking about that last caller about the uh, the non-safety. 95? Yeah, that's oh. been debunked by Reuters.
1: It's 95%. Um, so. Yeah,
0: it was a fake uh, Facebook thing that was going around. And he also sent me uh, another link to the New England Journal of Medicine saying that they did not, their comments were taken out of context. Face masks are not uh, Danger. I yeah. can't
1: believe something fake was on Facebook. I know.
0: Facebook is the <laughs> absolute worst. Uh, we'll get back to your calls in just a second, but let's play a little round of Would You Rather? It's time
6: it's now time
0: for Would You Rather,
7: Would Rather with Little Sanjay. He's the
0: guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday in the Mark Aram show. He has a tardy note from his mom, so we'll excuse his tardiness. He's little Sanjay, and Would You Rather everything go okay, buddy?
4: Yeah, everything was fine. Just got stuck on the call with the IRS. That, that, that's that's what you, the story of my life.
0: That's what you do for your clients. That's why you're the official <laughs> accountant right. of the Mark Aram Show. All right, so we got a, a shortened edition to this. Uh, we only have about five minutes, Sanjay. So Sanjay's going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them in studio. I really want you to play along in your car. What is the first question, Sanjay?
4: Number one, would you rather never see a thunderstorm again or never have to deal with
0: mosquitoes again? Never have to deal with mosquitoes again. I enjoy thunderstorms. I think they're very relaxing. I am a big fan. Really? Yeah.
1: Even driving in them?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't like to drive in them, but I, I'm capable of it. I like the free car wash aspect of thunderstorms. <laughs> I just love that, like, heavy prehistoric rain that comes down here in, in Georgia. I love it. So.
1: Yeah, I don't like driving in thunderstorms because everyone else gets crazy. Yeah. And I don't get a lot of mosquito bites. I don't know if it's my perfume or what, but that acts like, I, your female body spray. That, yes, even yeah. the mosquitoes hate me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you'll so. do no thunderstorms? No thunderstorms.
0: Uh, Scotty Bizzle.
2: No mosquitoes. Thunderstorms don't bother me. I'm a pluvio Uh Who? I love the water. I love the rain.
0: Oh, no kidding. By the way, is that why your feet are in a uh, bath right now? Absolutely. Got to keep them fresh, baby. There you go. Uh, Jason Byers (laughs) on the other side of the takeout window. Give me thunderstorms over mosquitoes any day. Yeah, 100%. Next question, Sanjay. All right.
4: Number two, would you rather eat an entire watermelon with the peel or an entire pineapple with the peel?
0: Oh. I eat the seeds out of the watermelon. I have since a kid. I swallow them; they're good fiber. Um, the pineapple will hurt your mouth, right? That's a tough skin. So I'm gonna eat the watermelon rind.
1: I think I could eat the rind. I might not like it, but yeah, I think if I swallow the pineapple, like you, you'd hurt your throat. Yeah, I'll do watermelon.
0: Yeah, watermelon. Uh, th- I'm gonna skip Scotty B, so HR doesn't give me any uh, <laughs> any grief. <laughs> J- Jason Byers, I- I'm gonna take the water, uh, the um, pineapple. I'm really don't like watermelon okay so i'll take the risk with the uh fibrous peel of the pineapple right. i'm just kidding scotty answer the question buddy yeah i don't eat a watermelon so pineapple it is oh interesting that, they're so spiny though like i think you could i don't know i'm not we're not going to spend any more time on this question next <laughs> question right.
4: number three would you rather suffer from debilitating physical ailments or debilitating emotional ailments
0: Ah. <sighs> hmm I'm going to say emotional. I'm, go- and I'm probably wrong on Ooh. this, but I, I, I don't want either of them, but I, I'm going to guess emotional. Because the emotional, I could still feasibly be at home. Like a physical ailment, I'm thinking like I'm bedridden, um, I'm in a hospital somewhere or a hospice, so I'm going to go emotional uh, damage.
1: I have been told that I'm very stoic with pain. Yeah. Uh, so I think I get pushed through a lot of the physical stuff, but emotional, you can't ever get away from it. You know, you could heal eventually. You could take a certain amount of medicine, yeah. but emotional, it's always there.
0: Hydrochloroquine. There you, you can go. Heal. I'll try that. So you'll take the physical I'll pain. I'll take physical Women pain. are way better at pain than, than men. There's no, no doubt about that. Scotty Baker, the executive producer of Word on the Street.
2: I'm going to go ahead and take the emotional. Uh, I need
0: my physical and I'm used to having it. Yeah. Uh, Jason Byers. Co- cookie, as we call them.
3: <laughs> yes, get the name right. I'll take the uh, physical pain. Yeah, like emotional pain. There's always that in the back of your head where people don't believe you, and you can't really ever prove it's debilitating. But and, if your
0: bone is, if bone is sticking out of your skin, you could be like, "Hey, look." Exactly. Yeah, uh, that's that's the worst nightmare. Uh, next question, Sanjay.
4: All right. Would you rather
0: have a TV that turns off every ten minutes and you have to keep turning it
4: back on, or no TV at all?
0: TV that turns on after every 10 minutes. Uh then I, if, if that was the case I would have a a a child and train them to go turn it on every 10 minutes. So I I reason. I need TV I like for it. sure. I need TV. As much as
1: i like TV I didn't have TV for 6 years before I met my husband. Yeah. Um and I didn't miss it.
0: You can live without yeah, it. Yeah, I could I could be All fine right. without it. Scotty Baker.
2: No, I'm going to need my TV. I need my info. Yeah. Fast.
0: That would be annoying. It's like a snooze button when you when you snooze in the morning. Yes. Every 10 minutes the thing comes back on. Uh, But I need the TV. Uh, Jason Byers.
3: I need a TV. I can deal with it turning off every 10 minutes. If
0: I can deal with freaking YouTube ads every 10 minutes, I can deal with the the TV turning off. That's so annoying. You got one more, Sanjay?
4: I got one more. Would you rather have unlimited condiments in your fridge or unlimited drinks in your fridge? You say condiments.
0: I just want to make sure. Condiments. Ketchup, mustard, mayo. Ketchup, that,
4: mustard, pickles, sauerkraut. Pickles are not you condiments. Name it, you got it. But I'm including them.
0: That's weird. Um, I'm going beverages. I, I drink more often than I use condiments. I don't really use condiments very often. So I'm going unlimited beverages.
1: Yeah, I got to do the beverages. Yeah. There's way more to drink.
0: Exactly. Scotty B., who Definitely likes himself. beverages. You like that horsey sauce from Arby's, though? Well,
2: yeah, you know, I go with my drinks. <laughs> I need my Pepsi.
0: All right. Oh, geez. Uh, Cookie, what are you doing?
2: You
3: can't ferment ketchup, so
0: yeah, I'm going beverages. All right, yeah, I, I think just financially, as my uh, as the official accountant of the Mark Arab Show, you'd save a lot more money if you had unlimited beverages oh, for sure. than unlimited oh, condiments. Sure. All right, Sanjay, you were tardy, but you were uh, fantastic, so you get a, you get an A. Uh, Sanjay again is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. You can find his uh, accounting firm on Facebook. It's Brass Tax Accounting, or online at Brass Tax. Have a great weekend, Silky. My man. We'll come back more of your calls. Uh, Chip Carey is going to join us next hour. It's the Mark Aram Show on a Thursday, Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Welcome back to the program. Approaching 654. Mark Aram with you till 8 in the p.m. Uh, the breaking news you heard here live on WSB radio from President Trump at the Coronavirus Task Force briefing is the uh, Georgia, the GOP, National convention that was scheduled for Jacksonville has been canceled. It will be a virtual one now. Uh, I really feel bad for folks that are planning to go to that, first in Virginia, then in Jacksonville. It only happens every four years, so I really do feel really bad about that. Debbie's in Loganville. Debbie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
5: Hi, hey Mark. How are you?
0: Excellent, Debbie. What's going on?
5: Well, I just wanted a couple of things. I wanted to just say that I am very, very disappointed about the convention. I was going to work at it in Charlotte, and then when it was changed to Jacksonville, I was planning on attending. And um, so I'm just really upset. I understand why he has to do it, but I'm I'm sure that the yeah I think listen, are
0: I think it's the right decision. Right basement. <laughs> I I think it's the right decision. It's just it's just a it bummer is. for sure. It's a bummer. It
5: is. Yeah. Have you ever I've been to one sure. before,
0: Debbie? Is or this would have been your first one?
5: Uh it would have been my first one. Oh,
0: that stinks twice. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry.
5: <laughs> That's okay. But like I said, I'm sure the Dems are having a dance in their basement right now. But, well, I mean they're uh, they're
0: gonna they're gonna be doing digitally too. It's not like they're they're having one. Um hopefully you'll get to go one in, in four years. Hopefully you'll be rid of coronavirus four years from now. John is in Covington. John, welcome to the show.
7: Thank you, Mark. I'm telling you, man, you are really something else. (laughs) Is that good or
0: bad? I don't know.
7: Yes, it's it's good. Okay. (laughs) I've I've been listening to you for a while, and I know you, well, there's no way to uh, prove it to you, but believe me, you and me would be so much alike back in the day. I'm talking uh, 30 years ago.
0: I don't doubt it, my friend. Huh? I don't doubt it at all.
7: Yeah, I'm telling you. I, I said, and listen to you. I said, "Hell, I've done that." I, you know, <laughs> you know, you're, you're really wild at times. Anyway, I would like to ask you something. Mm-hmm. Did do you did you ever listen to the uh, 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 let me the uh, the the, 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 the state dinner they had for Cardinal Dolan? Uh, the president had it for Cardinal Dolan and uh, uh, Mitt Romney and his wife. Nobody was there.
0: I don't think so. How long ago was this?
7: Oh, that's, (laughs) oh, me. It's been probably 15, probably 15 years.
0: Oh, all right. Well, you know what? That's why I have executive producer Deborah Green to do research, search Cardinal Dolan, Mitt Romney, and his wife, 15 years ago. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Doug's in Dawsonville. Doug, buddy, real quick, what do you have? What's going on,
8: brother? How you doing?
0: Hanging in, sir.
8: Hey, it's good to hear from you. I appreciate it. I uh, want to thank all you guys for being on WSB. Mark, Deb Green, all of you. Can I have two minutes? I have four facts.
0: You you do not have two minutes. I'm, I'm going to put you on hold, and I'll give you your two minutes after the news. How's that? You the man. All right, hang on. Doug in Dawsonville, hang on. We're going to get two minutes of facts from Doug in Dawsonville. Also, when we come back, Deborah Green has, has found this this amazing string of stories about companies that were nearly destroyed simply by rumors. We're talking about rumors and Facebook and fake news and all that stuff. Ten companies that were nearly destroyed by fake rumors. I'll show you the damage that fake stuff can cause uh, when we come back. Plus, uh, Chip Carey is going to join us. Next hour, as well, from the Braves broadcast team on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show.
8: No, I want this town to be near you.
0: Welcome back to the show on a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 7.07. Seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Deborah Green, the executive producer of the broadcast. Uh, Cookie, Jason Byers, filling in for the Stoic Eskimo, who is on vacation. Loti Chuck. Still on fraternity leave. So Scotty B is filling it for him. We expect hey, hey. both of the bananas to be back next week. I Do think we know? they're
1: both back on Monday. We might have to hear from Charlie officially. Okay,
0: fair enough. Uh, we wish them well in their future endeavors. Uh, we're going to talk to Chip Carey from the Braves broadcast team in 30 minutes. And Deb Green's got some uh, interesting stories about companies that... Uh, almost went under because of vicious uh, false rumors. I, I want to talk about that in this era of fake stuff on Facebook and viral v- crap and all that stuff. But Doug wants to lay down some facts for us before we do that. So, Doug, welcome back. Thanks for hanging on, buddy.
8: Thank you. Thank you, Mars. Thank you so much. All these facts come from my grandmother. i like to share all these with you guys. Just let me finish. Give okay. me two minutes and I'll finish. Go, and go right that. to it. Go Keep right to stuff. it,
0: Doug. Let's go, Doug.
8: Mask. Our bodies were designed through God. You inhale through your nose and exhale out your mouth, meaning you're getting all bad stuff out of your breath. Number two, we all bleed red. We're the same on the inside. I don't care what color you are. We are all bleed red. Number three, it's called the ozone layer. The ozone layer protects each and every one of us, each and every day, from the sunshine, from the air, from everything that's on this planet. Number four, rain washes away sin. Thank you, Sean Jay. Uh, Sean thank you. (laughs) Rain washes away sin. Grandma said, when it's raining, you stay inside the house and you clean your house and you stay in there until the storm passes. I love you guys. Thank you so much for letting me share these facts. You got Thank it.
0: Your your grandma was a very wise lady. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate that. Rain cleans all sin. That's and, why you love like thunderstorms. Storms. And my ninety seven Jeep Cherokee. It cleans that as well. All right, Deborah Green. So these these are amazing stories. These are companies that uh were almost forced out of business because of false rumors. Let, let me hear this list. This is yeah. crazy. So
1: some of them I remember, some of them I don't yes. at all. But so the first one I'm here is Pop Rocks and Coke. You guys are familiar with Pop Rocks and Coke, right? Yep. Um, so there's a whole story that came up, uh, the guy who played little Mikey in the life commercials. Oh, okay. Yeah. A rumor started that he died after eating some pop rocks and then drinking Coke.
0: I remember hearing that rumor. Do you really? Yeah.
1: How did you hear rumors as a kid? Cause there was no internet, you know, now it was just we have
0: word of mouth, like the telephone game. It's I remember just, the rumor too, really? but I remember like de- debunking that rumor, like in grade school. Like, all right, someone, someone get pop rocks and a coke, and let's do this. And we all, we all did it, and yeah. all, none of us died. So
1: this was the early '80s. I don't know how long it took to get to all of us in school. Yeah. I would have, I would have been very little. I don't remember any of that, but I remember it later. hundred percent,
0: I remember that rumor, and we we debunked it on the playground. Ever tried it? Yeah, we. I did it.
1: It, oh, you did? We
0: all did it, yeah. Oh,
1: not eating and drinking it, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: I mean, it just fizzes up. It did, right. I mean, we I, we didn't expect to die. Even at 10 years <laughs> old, we're like, this is garbage, but let's right. try it. You burp a lot, and then yeah, you're good. Yeah, exactly well, like, that's right. That's
1: the point they actually pulled Pop Rocks off the shelf for a little while. So
0: Coke wasn't threatened by this, company-wise. No, company Coke, wise, Coke but, was fine. Yeah, but Pop Rocks almost went out of business. I
1: mean, they came out with new Coke, so they were fine. <laughs> okay. A second one is Bubble Yum and Spider Eggs.
0: <laughs> yes, I remember this one. Really? And again, this is grade school. So Absolutely um, In third grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, one, one of those grades, we had a fundraiser and we were selling boxes of M&Ms. Yeah. Now, this was in the day where there were no boxes of M&Ms. Right. This was, they were just bags. So this was a special thing, like these big boxes of regular and peanut M&Ms. And inside of those, there were moths.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: like somehow moth larvae had gotten in, and and you open up the box, and poof, like moths would fly oh, out. Oh, so Wow! Yeah, so this was around the same time. As, okay. So this was a we thought this was a legit story. Was it not?
1: So Bubble Yum was a they when it came on, it was such a big deal because it was like the first soft gum. All the other gum was oh, yeah. really really hard. It took forever to chew. This it was a yeah,
0: whole level of gum. Yeah,
1: and so they were wondering, well, how did you get it so soft? And for some reason, they came up with the idea that they must be taking spider eggs to get the consistency of the string. <laughs> of of the webs, like um, Spider-Man or something like that. And they actually had to take out a full-page ad in newspapers across the country saying this is completely false, it's lies about our product, before people really went back to try to buy bubble yum again.
0: I, I never stopped chewing bubble yum. Um, I didn't know that was the exact story. Again, I was young, but that's crazy that yeah. people actually thought they put spider eggs.
1: Yeah, you're kids. You know, you believe anything. Yeah,
0: but it was a game changer in the gum world when that came out. You that really and the
1: big bubbles with that one.
0: The the, the, the liquid in the in the middle. What oh, was what was that? Gum tidal, wave. tidal wave. Yeah, tidal
1: tidal wave. Wave. Tidal there was one
0: before that. There was Lushers? one before that. got. Well, there's one before that. Someone will know it was a green gum with a green center. If my mom's listening, she knows she used to chew this all mm. the time. You don't, don't worry about it, Deb okay. the listeners will do that. All, All right. right. So uh what was the next one?
1: Next one you have is Taco Bell possibly serving pets in that like meat. So yeah, I
0: definitely heard that. You remember that? Yeah. I never heard I that never one. What was Bell, the so what was know. the story behind so that? So there
1: was a story that came out that they released um saying that sixty for five eighty eight percent beef. So okay. that started questioning, well, what's the other percentage if it's not beef? So right. Taco
0: Bell said their, their their food their beef taco was eighty percent. 8%, 8% beef and 12% other stuff. Secret
1: recipe is okay. what they labeled it. So people started to wonder, well, what's a secret recipe? And they would never say. And it got around that, oh, they must be using, uh, importing dog meat and cat meat and horse meat from horse. other countries. Yeah, I heard horse, Oh, wow,
0: really? When was that? This
1: was, this was actually the early, this is 2011. Oh, wow. And a class action suit was filed against the company. I
0: never heard that. When when Taco Bell first came to my town, it was probably the highlight of my upbringing. <laughs> It was it was my senior year of high school, and prior to that, we only had. I mean, we were blessed. We had a Burger King, a McDonald's, and a Wendy's. That's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. But when Taco Bell came, we had never even. I've never had a Taco Bell. Like there was the closest one was probably like forty five minutes away. Yeah. There were lines for months trying to get into that Taco oh. Bell drive through. Yeah. Interesting. So I never heard. All right, two thousand eleven. That's weird. That'd know, be so late in the game. Right? Next one.
1: Next one is Snapple and the KKK.
0: Snapple, the ice tea company. Heard of that one. You, you did.
2: And I stopped drinking.
1: Oh wow! See, I don't know this one at all. So apparently, on the Snapple bottle, there is a letter K on it. And when they put out a special brand of tea, they put out a picture of the Boston Tea Party, which for some reason people started linking back to the KKK. What? Yeah.
0: That K, by the way, is means it's kosher. Yeah. That, but you don't know that's that if, a Jew's nugget, you, by the way. <laughs> you
1: don't know that if you're not Jewish. <laughs> yeah, right?
0: that circle with a K on it is a uh, symbol that it's it's kosher. That means it's you know. There's No juice nugget that that means there's no like yeah. pork products. They actually
1: is. had to add the word kosher to it, just get rid of the letter K wow. for people to stop believing that it was a KK. That
0: was, idea. I don't know if that made it down here into the south. Snapple was a phenomenon in the northeast. Um, I, I
1: drank a lot of Snapple. It
0: wasn't. was, I mean, remember Wendy, the Snapple lady? Like, she vaguely, was, yeah, like she was like a little. Oversized woman. I just remember
1: the cap more than anything. Yeah, else. but
0: when Snapple came out, that was a guy. I never heard that one. All right, next one.
1: Uh, Syringes being found in Pepsi cans.
0: Syringes and Pepsi cans? That doesn't even seem like it would be possible. What was the the scuttlebutt there? So
1: apparently an older man, he was in his 80s, found a can of Pepsi, or it was a bottle of Pepsi, and inside it was a syringe. So it started to do this whole rumor of inside all of these cans you were going to find syringes and nuts and bolts and all kinds of just random things, and it was bad bottling line. Um, But it was completely false. It ended up being a disgruntled store employee who... Put it in the actual bottle on the shelf, and that uh, was the only one. No not one at else, the, yeah, no one else factory. ever found anything in any other can. Yeesh. So it was a one-off. I never. Thing,
0: heard, what, what year was that? You this know?
1: was in the 80s.
0: All right, I never yeah. heard that one. By the way, uh, thanks to Troy and Phil, I knew Twitter would come through. Uh, that was freshen up gum. Was the green never gum heard of that. with the green? It, it's old. It was the seventies, early eighties oh, gum. Yeah, but that. that came out. It was like we'd never had liquid inside of gum before. That was game changing. Uh, the next company that almost got taken down, Deborah.
1: Procter and Gamble, worshipping Satan. What? Apparently, the uh, <laughs> wow. head, yeah, the president of Procter and Gamble went on the Phil Donahue show and said that a bunch of their proceeds went to the Church of Satan. Which, of course, a bunch of people got really angry at. But the problem was, is the guy was a fake. Because it's the Phil Donahue show, right?
0: I thought Phil Donahue show was legit back. He well, a, he they got... didn't
1: vet him very well because this guy was not at all associated wow. with Procter and
0: Gamble. <laughs> oh my God! And I bet so that must have been a huge hit for Procter and Gamble. Nineteen
1: million dollars in damages. Oh
0: wow! Yeah,
1: that's what they won in their. Um, so just settlement. to clarify,
0: Procter and Gamble does not uh, donate. I think the
1: president doesn't anyway. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Nice. Uh, next one, I've heard of this one before.
1: Glass being found in Girl Scout cookies? Yeah. I've th- heard about needles. I remember needles. I know I
0: remember this. Was, and again, this is pre-internet where you can't yeah, like 1985. Post, can't post fake stuff on Facebook and all your idiot friends from high school share it. This was before the internet. But I remember this circulating that there was glass found in Girl Scout cookies. I'm
1: just trying to figure out how did we hear about that, though? That's all. It had to be in the news and then our parents must have told us. Cause...
0: I think, you know, someone tells you, like, someone starts a rumor and then that person tells one person, and that person calls their cousin in Ohio, is like, dude, you're not going to believe this, and then it just spreads like wildfire, yeah. much like it is online, just person to person.
1: Well, this what, got to the point where they called the FBI to do a full investigation. They never found any pieces in any Girl Scout cookies ever, so it was just one person made up a story saying they got cut while they were eating a cookie. Yeah,
0: it was not a Thin Mint. Um, did no, they do a recall or anything on that? I, I remember that being a big deal. Like people, The Girl Scouts at the time were like, My cookies don't have glass. You can can still buy them.
1: Because I guess the the FBI got involved, and they couldn't find any incidents, and it was just people kind of looking for attention. Good,
0: good. There's another one with the Girl Scouts, too.
1: This one with the Girl Scouts, I've never heard of either. Girl Scouts and Planned Parenthood. It came out that the Girl Scouts donated money to Planned Parenthood. So depending on what you support and believe, a lot of the parents were very angry that some of that money could be going to Planned Parenthood. but. They came back later and said no all of the money that they get from selling cookies goes back to girl scouts themselves. Yeah.
0: That would that would be regardless how you feel on the issue that'd be a, that'd be suicide for the girl scout cookies Absolutely. to start donating to like uh you know just
1: planned parenthood at that age.
0: Or yeah, yeah. or I mean any any kind of controversial uh, group would right. be, you know, the Girl Scouts, you got to stay on the straight and narrow with that. I had never heard of that though. That was, how, how long ago was that? Not that too long was, ago, right? That
1: was in 2015. Wow, yeah, all right, that so pretty recently.
0: Uh, this one is my favorite one of all time because I fell for this one.
1: Really? Yeah. So KFC has genetically engineered chickens.
0: I admit yep. I've, I fell for this one because remember when Kentucky Fried Chicken changed their name from Kentucky Fried Chicken oh, to, sure. KFC, to KFC? KFC, yeah. yeah. The rumor was, and I might even said it on the air 15 years ago whenever this happened. Was that they had to legally change their name
1: to get out of a lawsuit
0: because they couldn't call themselves chicken anymore? They Absolutely. changed it to KFC because the 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 animals they were they modified could yeah. no longer be considered chickens. I fell for that hook, line, and sinker. Did friend. you really, Scott? I
1: thought Absolutely. they were just trying to get rid of Kentucky because people thought. Kentucky had negative. Connotations no, I just think. Well,
0: I, I mean, I fell for that. That is not the truth, right? It was no. Yeah. It said
1: that they were pumping their chickens so full of hormones that it was basically deforming them. They didn't have wings. They didn't have beaks. Yeah. Yep. They couldn't uh, walk or anything like they that. They were blind. Yeah, this whole thing about endangering the animals. To uh, the University of New Hampshire had to get involved. They wrote a whole study, and it was completely false.
0: I fell for that, and I i said it on this on the historic airwaves of AM seven fifty <laughs> about fifteen years ago. I was like you're not going to believe this. Kentucky Fried Chicken changed their name to KFC. I was young and gullible. The
1: internet was around by then. It was. Yeah. it
0: was. It was. I am apologize uh, wholeheartedly for the fake information I provided 15 years ago. When we come back, the number one story, how uh, customers or a company almost got debunked or defunded because of a false and vicious rumor. Not This one I did not spread. This one I did not spread. Hang tight. We'll be right back. This is The Mark Aram Show. Cars for Kids what? on the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back, uh, Deborah Green, executive producer, wrapping up this amazing list of companies that were almost canceled before cancel culture was a thing uh, because of fake rumors. Number one, I don't remember this one but McDonald's fries.
1: Yeah, in the 90s vegetarians got really angry because they found out the fries weren't completely meat-free. Although they were cooked in 100% vegetable oil, it also had beef seasoning mixed in so they were considered not vegetarian and beef
0: seasoning. Interesting.
1: Aren't those your favorite fries?
0: They, I love McDonald's right? fries, of All course. Right. Well, they're
1: not vegetarian. So um, anyway, it, 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 McDonald's issued a statement and ended up paying $10 million in various vegetarian religious groups to basically say they're sorry.
0: Now, I remember when there was a switch, and I don't know if it was because of vegetarians or vegans or because of cost, but the, the oil didn't used to be 100% vegetable oil. Like they, there used to be
1: regular old recycled oil. i guess
0: i don't know and when they made that switch people were going crazy the fries are going to be and i mean they tasted could, could you just tell fine. the difference i don't i don't think so no? they were still good i still love mcdonald's fries they're they're the the to me the best of the best of the best
1: i feel like if i was a hardcore vegetarian i probably wouldn't be going to fast food restaurants yeah. but yeah 10 million or vegan yeah, or for, vegan. Sure. yeah, yeah for sure vegan, absolutely
0: yeah. um
1: so that was number one
0: Culver's has good fries though too. Deborah Green, I'll Culver's never be able to repay you. Never be able to repay you for turning me on to Culver's. Have you been to Culver's yet, Jason Byers? I have not. Oh my goodness! Oh, your life will change. It's it truly. Wait till isn't. your
1: wife shakes her shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just a little shoulder shake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she will. It's amazing. And Deborah Green, I'd never had it till. The 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 foodie, that is Deborah Green, said, hey, go to Culver's. Uh, when we come back, it's opening day in Major League Baseball. How about our Braves? How are they going to do this year? Chip Carey from the broadcast team will join us uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Joining us now on The Mark Aram Show, two legends in the Atlanta sports world. Of course, uh, WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black. And uh, Chip Carey from the Braves' Bob broadcast team. Chip, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Um, I'm excited. We're actually going to see baseball this year. It was uh, kind of up in the air, but yeah, at least the 60-game season is something you must be going out of your mind excited.
9: Uh, it's great. Uh, I think we all need this for myriad reasons. You know, economics, certainly, but emotionally, psychologically, socially. I mean, I think uh, as we've seen with everything that's happened in our country and the world with coronavirus – and the uh the social injustice marches and things of that nature all of which are extremely important and worth discussing i think people need a break from all of that and i think they need something around which they can rally and nothing rallies a community our a region like following your favorite sports team you know we have great passionate braves fans all across the southeast heck all across the country and i'm sure they're just as excited as we are to see this team try to defend the division title for a third year in a row get to the playoffs win a series and maybe win a ring this year
0: normally the baseball season 162 games the definition of of a marathon 60 games this year that's a sprint uh how important is it for the Braves to to burst out of the gate and and win some games right away
9: well hugely important if uh, the Braves or any other team does what the Nationals did last year and I'm not talking about the end of the season but the start of it they started 19 and 31 in their first 50 games if you do that you're going home in October not going to the playoffs unfortunately there's not a magic pill or a magic recipe to tell a team hey we know how to get off to a great start those things happen The real challenge, as you said, is in this... uh big-time sprint, you don't have a lot of time to catch up if you fall into a deep hole. So, yes, getting off to a good start is very, very important. It always is. And for the Braves, I think they have a unique challenge. They play a lot of games with the Mets and that great pitching staff. They've got a bunch of games with the Tampa Bay Rays and the Philadelphia Phillies, and they start the season with 20 games in a row without a day off. So, a third of the season will be off the books by the time the season's three weeks old. There are only a handful of teams that have that disadvantage, if you will. So, uh, to your point, yeah, the Braves are going to have a bulk of games early on against really tough teams, and it's going to be a real gauntlet for them to uh, come out of the East again this year.
6: And they will open up in New York against the Mets, but... You guys will not be with them. How will you handle road games this year?
9: Yeah, the plan is, as of now, we'll be in a booth at Truist Park. Uh, we have our regular broadcast booth, which we worked for the uh, exhibition games against the Marlins. Uh, but we will actually work in the visiting TV booth uh, with a, a couple of uh, desks and a whole bank of monitors. And that's how we're going to watch the game. Uh, that's going to be the really big challenge for all of us who are so used to seeing the game in real time. We're going to have to call the game off of a bank of TV monitors with with seven or eight different camera feeds and train our eyes to look in a certain area to tell us what we would instinctively know by being on site. It'll be different, no question about it. Uh, But in this uh, crazy year of 2020, I think all of us are willing to try anything, try to be innovative, try to do new things and see what works and what doesn't. As one of our bosses said, he said, we dare you to fail. And by that, he meant let's try things and let's be willing to uh, take some chances and risks that we, A, haven't had to do in the past because baseball has been normal with fans in the stands and traveling and the like. But, B, let's try things that might turn out to be innovative in ways we broadcast the games in the future. So I think all of our great crew is up for that challenge. We're excited about the opportunity. Bottom line, nobody cares at this point whether uh, the broadcasters are on site or not. They care if the players are there and playing and healthy and winning games. And hopefully, we'll be describing a lot of those uh, kind of events.
0: Uh, Braves broadcaster Chip Carry joining us on the Mark Aaron Show. It's kind of reminiscent of those old Ronald Reagan days where he used to call the games on the radio via ticker tape, right? So he wasn't right. there. Uh, I would hopefully it'd be a little easier for you. guys in the video feed. How does that make you feel, though? Are you? I mean, I would assume you're sad that you don't get to go to the away games, but it it, it could kind of be kind of cool that you get to stay home and you don't have to hit the road so much this year, right?
9: Yeah, that's part of it, but we're so attuned to travel. We're so attuned to going to those towns, and it's not so much uh, you know, the travel part of it. It's the interaction you have with people that are friends of yours in these different cities. I mean, we build these relationships. For me, it's almost 30 years doing Major League Baseball. There are a lot of people behind the scenes that are friends of mine, for whom I'm very concerned, obviously, with what's going on. Uh, and the friendships we have with the other broadcasters and media people, we get a lot of information that way. And our inability to talk to the other manager and the other players before the game or during batting practice, I think that's going to be the biggest challenge for all of us who work in sports media for the foreseeable future. How do we get enough access to the players to still sell their product, which is them, to still keep the fans close enough to the game so they understand what's going on. But also be respectful, of course, of uh, coronavirus and, and its effect. Uh, I think that's going to be definitely a work in progress. Uh, those interactions are things I miss dearly. Obviously, even here in Atlanta, uh, my communication with Brian Snicker is either via text, telephone, or Zoom call, not face-to-face in his office before or after a game. So uh, that's very different. And, uh, again, it's not an obstacle. It's a challenge. We'll find a way to, to balance those things. but. Needless to say, uh, access, I think, would be the biggest concern that all of us in the media have, and hopefully we'll find a way to to make that as smooth as possible so we can deliver those messages to the fans.
6: Before uh, doing those two exhibition games at Truist Park with nobody in the stands, what was the smallest crowd you ever did a game in front of before? I used to do a
9: double a baseball in Orlando at old Tinker field. You know, we had games where there were 20 people in the stands. Uh, I, I know that uh, Tom Glavin was talking about it before the first game with the Marlins. He said, heck, this reminds me of some of those Braves teams in 1987 and 88. When we come up and play, and there were more ushers in the stands than there were people, but you know what, what's funny about it is the thing I noticed pretty quickly was once the game starts, uh, you don't really notice that the stands are empty and that's not in any way, shape or form to diminish the, the importance of the presence of the fans there. Uh, you, you just get focused on watching the game and seeing what's going on and doing that part of the job. The fans have been so great here in Atlanta and they're such a big part of it. They are the reason we do the games, but they can't be there. So baseball's trying something different. They're piping in crowd noise into our headsets. They're piping crowd noise onto the field to try to simulate some semblance of energy to try to have anything better than silence. You know, I mean nothing would be worse than to hear Acuña hit a home run and the ball clanging around in empty seats. So they're trying to make it as real as they can make it with the understanding that we're not trying to fool anybody. We're just trying to create an atmosphere that is more conducive to everybody feeling like it's as normal as possible.
0: You mentioned Ronald Acuna Jr., Chip. Um, I'm not an unabashed man crush on him. Uh, Just what an unbelievable (laughs) player. You've been doing baseball for 30-plus years. Have you ever called uh, a more talented player than Ronald Acuna Jr., just pure talent?
9: Yeah, he's right up there. Uh, I was uh, lucky enough to watch King Griffey Jr. in his prime in Seattle. He was still one of my favorite players, one of my favorite people of all time. Ronald has the same kind of talent. Uh, you know, the problem with Junior was he played so hard he got hurt. And at the end of his career, he just he was just beaten up when he was with the Reds and then eventually the White Sox. Uh, but, yeah, Ronald's got all the tools. He's got everything he needs to do to be successful in the major leagues, and I think he's passionate about doing that. The kid wants to be great. He's a great kid. Uh, yeah, he's had some, some uh, brain cramps on the field and all that kind of stuff, and that happens. And I, I don't think anybody's ready to uh, hang him in effigy for that. He made a mistake. He owned up to it, and he's moved on from that. But there's nothing that's going to stop this guy from being a great, great player except injury. And he's not the only one. Uh, Ozzie Albies, we talked about that in the first game. Uh, Of all the players on our team who generate a lot of headlines, I don't think he gets enough. Uh, He is the dynamo. He's the spark. He's the guy that kind of pokes everybody with a stick in the clubhouse, keeps everybody loose. He's a great kid, great player, tremendous defender. And so to have those two guys sitting in front of Freddie Freeman should make for a very entertaining summer and a very, hopefully, frustrating summer for opposing pitchers.
6: You work right next to a pretty talented right fielder yourself. And uh, Jeff Francoor. Kind of an eye popping announcement from him earlier this week. How's he doing?
9: Yeah, from what I understand, Jeff's doing fine. He's uh, asymptomatic, thank goodness. And uh, as he said in his tweet last night, and I'll leave it with that, uh, he's going to be quarantined until he's cleared to uh, get back into action and get back in the booth. Hopefully, obviously, that's sooner rather than later. But as we know with coronavirus, uh, there's no timetable for each person, everybody reacts to it differently. Uh, but Jeff said he's asymptomatic. He feels good. We texted him during the game last night. And uh, I know he appreciates all the thoughts and prayers that everybody in Braves Country is giving him right now.
6: You mentioned you guys are going to try to innovate during the broadcast. What are some of the new stuff you're going to try that the fans can look forward to this year? Well,
9: we're going to have different camera angles, Uh, quite obviously. uh, We'll have the ability without fans in the stands to – uh, you know, put cameras where fans would normally be sitting, so they'll get a different look at Trust Park. Uh, I think the challenge, too, is going to be how we in- integrate uh, Paul Bird and Kelly Curl, our two great sideline reporters, into the game. Again, they won't have access to the players. Uh, obviously, the way we're setting up the broadcast, uh, we will be probably more dependent upon statistics and graphics and stat cast things like that, uh, which we've done in the past. We'll probably integrate that a little bit more. Hopefully, we'll have player interviews and cooperation with coaches um, because, uh, again, we're trying to sell their story. I think when we seen with other networks including ours miking players during the games that has been wildly popular uh, because it was so fun it was so uh, shall we say insightful taking us where we normally wouldn't go and I think the players today are much more media savvy than they were 30 or 40 years ago and I hope that they understand that we're just trying to help build the product and build baseball and attract more fans so those are just a few of the ideas that we've bandied about hopefully there'll be more to come as we evolve over the course of as you said the 60 game spread.
0: Wrapping it up with Braves broadcaster Chip Carey on the Mark Arab show final question for you Chip in these crazy COVID pandemic times jay black was embarrassed to ask this question so i'm going to ask him for you uh what's the status with press dining this year at Truist park he's very concerned about the press dining
9: (laughs) well i i could answer this Uh, let me answer this as delicately as, as i can uh if you consider press dining an essential part of your livelihood and your life you're going to be disappointed. If you consider press dining something that you probably don't want to eat seven days a week, it's not there. So that may be a good thing. So, I'll leave it at that. So everyone's so brown bagging
0: it this year is what you're saying. Everyone's yeah, got a brown bag. Yeah, we're
9: packing lunch. We're packing <laughs> lunch to bring to work, which I, is okay. The press, press dining folks do a great job, but uh, they won't have that obviously because of the COVID concerns this year.
6: I'm a horrible cook. So anytime somebody can cook for me, <laughs> I will take it.
9: Yeah. If it's free for me, I'm with you, pal. It's the same deal, but they do a great job. Unfortunately, they, uh, they can't provide us with a meal and, uh, Uh, Again, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm an optimist at heart. I really hope that somehow, some way, we'll find a way to have fans in the stands before the playoffs, if not sooner. Uh, Hopefully, the trends will continue going in the right direction for our nation, and uh, we can, again, revert to normal. I'm not a new normal guy. I want to get back to normal as soon as possible.
0: Can't wait to see you and the guys on Fox Sports South. Uh, Chip Carey, have a great season. Let's uh, maybe have a ticker tape parade after this weird COVID 2020 season.
9: I like the way you think, guys. Thanks so much for inviting me on.
0: Thanks, buddy. Okay, take care. Thank you, Chip. You guys are, uh, you know, you might mock me asking Chip Carey about the press dining, but that's a legitimate Jay Black concern. Like that, his favorite part of going to the ballpark was getting the –
1: Is that like the best meal he has out throughout the season it's, or something? Well,
0: I don't know about that. But, you know, if you're there at the stadium, and you know, I used to do the pre- and post-game show for the Braves when we were here, and you need to eat. And at uh, Turner Field, they had a nice spread. It was a, kind of like a buffet situation. You have to pay for it though. It wasn't free. Some things were free, uh, and I believe Jay said hot dogs are free for the press at Truist Park. That but makes sense. Right? Yeah,
1: baseball hot dogs. But yeah. like
0: I used to pay. It was I don't know. It was like eight bucks, and they had a salad bar, and there was a hot meal, and it was good. It was
3: I've good. been to the press pass uh, for Georgia games yeah. before, and. The reporters, when when halftime hits, (laughs) it is a feeding frenzy like you would not believe. The press
0: dining at UGA football is usually phenomenal. I mean, really, really good stuff. But, I mean, they only have to do it a couple of times a year. The Braves are doing 81 games a year. But the fact that there's no press dining this year limits my my desire to go to the ballpark this year. Uh, And as a member of the press, as a fan, I can't go at all. But I was like, oh, I'll get press passes and go, but... No food, so probably not. Uh, One week. Oh, I need Russ in Gainesville. Russ, call right now. A big story that impacts you next. Russ in Gainesville. If you're listening, I need you, buddy. 404 872 0750. Why am I telling Russ the number? He knows it. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. Final segment of the show on a Thursday, uh, joining us from Gainesville. We had to call him this time. It's our buddy Russ in Gainesville. Come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russ, I wanted to get you on the line because uh, we have breaking news that impacts you, my friend. Where is Hector? Russ, as we know, not a fan of wearing masks, even though he sent me a great picture of him wearing a mask uh, the other day. Russ, good news for you. I know you love Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree is not going to require shoppers to wear masks. How about that, buddy? I love it. <laughs> Dollar, Dollar Tree reversed their policy. They previously had said that customers are required to wear masks, but they've pulled back on that. They are encouraging folks to wear masks, but, Russ, they will let you in even if you're not wearing a mask, but the employees will will still wear masks at the Dollar Tree. So what do you think about that?
7: I love it. Yeah, that's great. You know, I was in CBS yesterday and I forgot to put a mask on. I was already in line. Yeah. And the guy said, hey, you have to have a mask. I say, oh, come on. Because I waited in line, you know, for 10 minutes. Yeah. I I needed to get some money. You know, you get cash back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's to get some money. And uh, he let me, fortunately, but. I thought they were going to kick me out for a second. Well, you're
0: you're a local legend, so I don't think they're going to kick you out. But next time, you know better. But you don't have to worry about it at Dollar Tree. you
1: be able to get all the beefaroni you need.
0: So this includes Dollar Tree and Family Tree. Uh, I don't know what Family Tree is, but it's part of the Dollar Tree Corporation. Uh, you can go in without a mask. Unfortunately, Russ, Walmart, Aldi, Target, Kroger, Publix, uh, CVS apparently, uh, Walgreens, they they still want you to wear a mask. But if you, I know you do a lot of shopping at Dollar Tree, so you can go on there unfettered, my friend, and get your uh, beefaroni, Yoo-Hoo. What else? What else do you get there?
7: Oh well, I like a lot of candy, cookies, things yeah. like that.
0: We get all right. Yeah. So there you go. We'll well, go. I, the, I, I just want you nose. to be the first to know about this, Russ.
7: Hey, thanks for the information. I and I, st-
0: it. I still wanted you to—I uh, still want you to wear a mask, though, because I need you healthy, buddy. Because tomorrow, guess what's coming up tomorrow on the show? My game show. That's right. Never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville tomorrow night. What are we doing at seven thirty-five, Deborah?
1: Yeah, seven thirty-five. We'll call you, Russ. Yeah,
0: we'll call you, Russ. Seven thirty-five. In the meantime, I want you to be safe, buddy. Okay, thanks a lot, Mark. All right, take care, Russ. Great news for Russ in Gainesville. Dollar Tree says you don't need to wear a mask. Let's do star of the show. Are you guys ready for the Mark Uh, Adams? We're going to give it to Chip Carey. Chip Carey. Hopefully that will encourage him to come back on the show. Uh, He answered my J. Black dining question with a plum and grace. So uh, good job to Chip Carey. All right, tomorrow on the show, uh, we're going to have fun on a Friday, right? We like to have Friday fun. Uh, Scotty B., are you back tomorrow? Absolutely. here with bells and whistles. And Cookie? You, you back tomorrow on the other side? I am. Takeover. I'll be here. All right, so we're going to have a fun show, Never Have I Ever, with Russ in Gainesville. Uh, we will, of course, continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. And if you haven't seen Dr. Fauci's first pitch, uh, I've got that on my Twitter account just a bit outside. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby.